<laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Illustrious Spotlight Series. We are in May, so that means it is Martial Arts Month, and we picked a very special, near and dear to my heart, uh, movie. Uh, I have a really weird taste for movies. There's good movies out there that you know everyone cheers for, and it's like, this movie deserves awards. And then there's just weird-ass amalgamation-type films and weird stuff that I watched as a kid. Uh, Black exploitation films, I watched a few of them. They're not really for kids, uh, but I watched them. And so it popped up in 2009. There was a film, Michael J. White. Michael Jai White? Jai. Jai. Yeah. Michael Jai White came up with this idea after listening to, I want to say it was a song, Superbad, by James Brown. He came up with the idea of a Black exploitation film in modern day time but like filmed like it was old and so he worked up to get enough money for it and they came up with black dynamite it was actually going to be called uh i think super bad but then go figure there was already a movie called super bad <laughs> uh and so he comes up with it and so they film it on a super eight millimeter like actually super 16 they filmed the trailers for it on super eight so it has that old school like look and it's grainy and stuff and they come up with a black exploitation film that's shittily filmed but actually filmed amazingly and it's comedy it, it's got so many layers to it and every time i watch it something new pops up it's an absurdly funny movie and michael jai white is a ridiculous man that could kick anybody in the top of their head and just be awesome uh one of my first movies is uh memory with steve steve was still at ou in college and we watched Universal Soldier 2 uh, at the same time. We we're on the phone. And the villain in that movie is Michael Jai White. It was Seth is his name? Yeah. I can't remember. But that movie also had Goldberg, and he spears a guy. And me and Steve yelled spear at the same time while we were watching it. <laughs> <laughs> but Michael Jai White is amazing. When he's not being in martial arts films, he's doing Tyler Perry films. He's usually the – he's a good guy in his films, right? What Tyler Perry films did he do? Why Did I Get Married? One and two. Yep. Yeah. Because he was with the... No, they were cheating on each other, right? No. He was just psychotic, and she was also psychotic. I thought they were cheating on each other. Well, he was he was the darker guy that she had to leave for the, the light-skinned. <laughs> okay. You stay over there with that bull. Um, no. <laughs> Look, bro, that's, that's how I'll always be light-skinned for you. <laughs> Y'all are thinking of somebody else in that movie. Yeah, that's I'm not... Thinking of every, I'm thinking of every Tyler Perry movie ever. That's not Michael Jai White in that film. He is in that film. He plays a sports reporter who is married to the 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 girl who's like hella loud and obnoxious. Oh yeah, he does he does cheat on her. And if, if if that's the one you're talking about, he does cheat on her in that one. Yeah, yeah, he does cheat on her. Yeah, but he uh, there was a show that was a Tyler Perry like produced uh, show that he was in. So he kind of has an in on that. So his he's... name is Marcus. Meet the Browns. <laughs> Probably he on her, and then he had some like some like. Uh, medical issues because of it yeah but uh michael j white's an amazing guy uh there's some newer the films huh no we did not have the heavy oh. <laughs> yes. said he got some medical conditions for cheating on her well like come crabs on. <laughs> yeah, sti or something <laughs> so this film uh when it's not, that come back. <laughs> when it's not filled with martial arts people uh it's chock full of comedians very funny people uh arsenio hall's in this movie just for a little bit there's a pimp meeting uh the reason that he joined is because he read the words captain kangaroo pimp 
and he says, I'm in. I don't know what this movie's about. But I'm in. But I will. I mean, you wouldn't if there was Captain Kangaroo. Pin. I already would have been down on it. Like, I'm I'm in. Uh, this movie's absolutely amazing. There's so many funny people. So uh, Black Dynamite, when you get a chance, please watch this movie. If you have not watched it, it's fucking great. Uh, there's tons of tons of really good lines. So uh, like always, we'll get through this movie. Uh, it's it's fucking great. It's oh, great. yeah, they do it. They do a really good job of paying homage to black exploitation films with like the weird we can only do this take once so if the microphone's in it just fucking roll with it the motherfucker doesn't know his lines you're looking at the camera like nah just yeah we can't do another take just yeah. keep going they or the quick, or the quick switch or yeah. the quick switch to another take getting somebody yep. getting their ass beat yep. <laughs> they're trying to like park a car oh, and the they put it in park. <laughs> it just scoots off actually that one was not in the script Oh, the park, oh, the car that keeps rolling. That was literally that just happened, and they just kept that take. <laughs> that was really funny too. Yeah, it, it looks like it belongs in the movie, right? But it's like no, just whatever dumbass got out of the car forgot to put on the, the parking brake. He's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, it's <laughs> about the, the, the chili donut shop. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Chili so, donuts. Oh, so terrible. So uh, we'll get through the movie, and we'll talk about our favorite, least favorites, and all that stuff. So. Uh, the beginning of Black Dynamite, it actually is a homage to Rudy Ray Moore, uh, any of his dy- Dolomite films, uh, like the sex scene. He's like doing push-ups and he switches to the chicks. Uh, that was a, a big thing. I was like, I know I've seen that before. But uh, there is a, uh, a meeting or like a drug deal that's happening. And one of the guys, he gets kind of like brought out as a snitch. And it's funny, he... <laughs> It's he's kind of British like, accent. Yeah, jive talk, but he's got a fancy <laughs> voice. <laughs> uh, and so that his name is Jimmy. And actually, he is the voice of Tom Servo in a new version of Mr. Science Theater 3000. He's also in Grace oh. and Frankie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's really cool. I like that Tom Servo. He sings. So uh, Jimmy, he gets shot and murdered. And it's funny when the cops see who it is, they're like, oh, son of a bitch. He's like, you know who his brother is? It's like black dynamite. He's like a Vietnam War veteran, CIA officer. CIA. Yeah. Uh, just a fucking one man army of just destruction. They do this mm-hmm. cool montage of what he's going to do when he finds out his brother's dead. And I was like, damn, this is fucking cool. <laughs> it's like a sweet ass trailer. And uh, he finds out that his brother's dead. And then black dynamite's on a journey. So he meets up with his former CIA partner, O'Leary. And um, O'Leary wants him back with the force because he knows that Black Dynamite's really good. He just doesn't want him screwing with stuff on the side, which happens in a lot of like cop films. They're like, yeah, I'm going all vigilante. Yeah, you're a loose cannon. So like, doesn't want him going all McBain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lied. Mendoza. Make- the way the way he tricks him, put fucking puts that stuffed bear on the couch with the newspaper. Just like, God damn it, man. So goddamn stupid. Oh, this movie's great. So O'Leary uh, reinstates him and gives him back his uh, license to kill while this is happening. Literally. Huh? Literally a license to kill. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so uh, he finds out his brother was actually like a cop. Well, he's working for the CIA, I think, right? Mm-hmm. He was a yes. Cop. He was undercover. Yeah, he was undercover. And so uh, <laughs> so he's, he's very torn up because he's like he wants to be just like you and it's, it's funny that they're adding all these like sad 
points into this movie, but it's all hammed up and silly. At one point, they're both orphans, and they were at this orphanage. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're an orphan. Your brother's an orphan. And he just beats the kids up and stuff. They had all these sad things in. And, and so he finds out that they're filling the Black orphanages with heroin because there's all these kids at the orphanage. It's <laughs> just a just, digital smack. God damn it. <laughs> he grabs the kid and shakes him. He's like, I'm going to shake all the the, the drugs out of you. I'm going to shake all the poison <laughs> out of you. God, I'm like, Stop it. We've tried yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just shaking like a six-year-old really hard. It's so fucking... Damn it. Sorry, he took the shit out of that kid. Okay, um, so he gets on the radar of Gloria. She's an activist with this group, and they are trying to, uh, they work at the local orphanage, and they're trying to stop the just influx of drugs on the streets, because it is terrible where they are. And so they help, they help each other out. If, well, like Dynamite kind of doesn't really want to help him out. Honestly, he's better by himself. But then little by little, he joins the group and just causes like, like so much destruction. And so he finds out the government is involved with this drug ring and they steal this ledger after they give this like evil white guy like this truth serum or they just pumped him full of something. And he just started telling them stuff. <laughs> that guy injected the shit out of him. <laughs> and so, gun smoke. Yeah, gun smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Congressman James, corrupt Congressman James, and uh, it tells him all the illegal shipments that are coming up. And so uh, his team, it's Bullhorn, his close friend that loves to rhyme. And it's not limericks. He just just rhymes, rhyme. four-line rhymes. Uh, his buddy, Cream Corn, well, it wasn't a buddy at first. When he was trying to find out who killed his brother, James, he finds him. And Cream Corn instantly starts running off because he doesn't want to get his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Could have caught him the entire chase. Yeah. <laughs> Which is reasonable. I would run away too. I'm like, he's going to beat me up. Uh, and uh, what, Saeed, that's the leader. And I've seen that guy in movies too. Say. He's from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Thank you. I know I've seen him in other things too. And so um, uh, yeah. they storm the warehouse and they find this giant shipment and they're excited about it. They're like, we got it. And then they look in the boxes and it's just Anaconda brand malt liquor. And they're like, it's just beer. It's like malt liquor. Like, it's, you know, it's got to be here, like their shipment. They said this giant shipment was coming and code Kansas. You know, there was all these question marks. And they're like, I don't understand what this means. Uh, they <laughs> in a diner, they have this It's probably one of the coolest scenes in this movie. They decipher the slogan in this very crazy roundabout way. And they <laughs> uncover that code Kansas is a plan to make all the black people's African-American men make their penises tiny. That is, that's the, the final game plan with all of this. Yeah, and they've been, they've been slipping some chemical into the anaconda malt liquor. <laughs> Just So Gunsmoke, as they leave the warehouse, he has like <laughs> like two big, like... He's, he had like two six-packs. And then he... <laughs> He's drinking. He's like, this shit's good. Y'all should grab some. Y'all should grab some. This shit's delicious. So they run to Gunsmoke's place. And uh, fun fact, his tiny dick that was on the screen, it was a pacifier. They painted brown. <laughs> <laughs> and then they mercy kill him because 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to yeah. live? Because he, he had a, he had a small dip, but he was also like, uh, like just fucking out of it. Like yeah. he was just like so distraught. The best yeah. you kill him. Why was his dick out? Because <laughs> he was sad that it was small. <laughs> it felt weird. He had to yeah, look he at probably it. felt the tingle and looked at it and just Yeah, and then he saw it and he was just he was stunned and couldn't move and it was just just disoriented. Yeah. <laughs> so they mercy kill him. Yeah, the best thing to do is kill him. Yeah, do you want to live? <laughs> Gotta put the man out of his misery. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so Black Dynamite, he talks to his um buddy O'Leary, and he finds out O'Leary's involved with this, obviously. And they do a I forgot what the name of the plan was. Because O'Leary's white and it's a black exploitation film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but Black Dynamite like falls, like he saw something behind him or he got shot from somewhere else. And O'Leary like <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, walks around and just, just pops him real quick from the floor. Oh god, what is it called? I can't remember the name of it. But the whole movie he was like tricking them with these like Vietnam plans back when they were <laughs> in yeah. Vietnam. So he finds out that they have to head, God, they have to head to Kung Fu Island. (laughs) Oh, man, this movie. So they head to Kung Fu Island. The the first time I watched this, when he said, we got to go to Kung Fu Island, I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking good. And he finds out his old nemesis, Dr. Wu. Fiendish Dr. Wu. Yeah, the Fiendish Dr. Wu. (laughs) He's created the the secret formula in the malt liquor. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, one of the friends, he tells him that after they're done with all of this, he's going to retire and raise a family. You do not Here say those words. <laughs> and grow his own vegetables. and Instantly died. Yeah, no, Dude, he caught, oh, that, no. he caught that spear right in the chest. Yeah. Who didn't see that coming? I mean, who saw where that came from? <laughs> <laughs> they all like go different directions. Uh, Cream Corn gets a ninja star in his hand and he kind of oozes to the ground. Uh, so he gets a spear to his chest too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bullhorn uh, g- <laughs> catches one in the eye, doesn't he? he no, he gets his, he gets his head cut, cut off. off. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Bullhorn gets, because Bullhorn gets the uh, the boomerang thing and then, then Black yeah. Dynamite uses that against Fiendish Dr. Wu because I threw that shit before I came in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so Dr. Wu <sighs> has this, as everyone said, this deadly boomerang. He throws legit off screen. And you just hear it coming, and it just pops off. So Bullhorn's head gets cut off, and he tells Dr. Wu that he done fucked up now, and just screams it. Uh, Dr. Wu scoots off, because he's trying to grab all his plans to get the fuck out of there. And he tells one of the guys, because it's all upon him, too, just standing. He's like, keep an eye out for him, man. Yeah, keep an eye out. <laughs> and uh, Black Dynamite just sticks his hands, his fingers into his eyes. and he's, Can you see me now, child motherfucker? <laughs> Scream. And so him and Dr. Wu have themselves a fight. Uh, really good fight. And Dr. Wu starts trying to scoot off again. And then uh, a boomerang flies into the room and cuts his arm off. And so Black Dynamite, like Jeff said, <laughs> uh, threw that shit before he walked into the room. Probably one of the best lines. In- uh, I threw that shit before I got in the room. Ha ha! Like Yeah. Kicks him in the head and he finds uh, the true identity the mastermind did the, the person on the tippy top and so he tells cream corn that they have to head to the white house the honky house okay yes. <laughs> damn this movie's good so black dynamite scoots to the to the white house with cream corn and uh just decides to hop out of the helicopter right as they're above <laughs> the white house doesn't really tell cream corn the plan and cream corn is freaking out he's like oh oh shit 
grabs the controls. A Secret Service member pulls out a bazooka and just launches it like he's playing fucking Battlefield. Like me and, <laughs> and blows it up. And Cream Corn gets exploded. And then Black Diamond looks back as he's, as he's falling. Yeah, that's a fall. Cream <laughs> Corn! No! no. Cream Corn, no! <laughs> so, uh, he goes into the Secret Office. A uh, Secret Service are everywhere and he's beating them the shit up. And he changes his outfit and he heads into... Was, was it like the portrait of Washington tries to garrote him? Yep. <laughs> so he heads into the office with uh, President Richard Nixon. So he, he tells uh, Nixon that he knows that he's involved with this. I should have known it was you, Tricky Dick. Yeah. <laughs> and Richard Nixon is like, okay, Black Dynamite, just work this oh. out. And oh. hops onto the table. Says, let's go, motherfucker. Pulls out <laughs> nunchucks. Pull out nunchucks. Presidential <laughs> nunchucks. Nunchucks with the presidential yeah. seal yep. on the, painted on them. It's goddamn and, stupid. It starts swinging them, and this movie is awesome. It's a, so they have themselves a nunchuck fight. Uh, Nixon's doing all right. He gets a couple of hits. He runs into the hallway, and on the wall, it's the gun that killed Lincoln. John Wilkes Booth gun. He breaks the glass, pulls the gun out, and he's going to shoot Black Dynamite. And then the ghost of Abraham Lincoln comes out, does some karate moves, and chops the gun away <laughs> because reasons. And then he goes back into his chair and fades away. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, I forgot. Is that um, when Nixon's wife is yeah, like, getting involved? <laughs> uh, his wife comes out, and because uh, at this point they're using uh, dinner plates as weapons. And she tells him to drop the presidential, the presidential calls him a moon cricket. Uh, if you don't know what that is, that's a very old school uh, racist term. It may, it tickles me. I shouldn't be tickled by it, but it is fucking hilarious. <laughs> to hear moon cricket. Uh, I laugh every time she says it. And he pimp smacks, just smacks the shit out of her. And she floats like 10 feet away. <laughs> into the China cabinet. Into the, yeah. yeah, the China cabinet. And so she's out of the, the game. Uh, Richard Nixon gets beat up and he gives up and he shows him the pictures and he's like, you know, I know, you know, you've been involved with this and I got these pictures and him just in bondage and cross-dressing and stuff. And so he's like, I got all this evidence on you, Nixon, you're going down for this. And Nixon tells him like, kill me, kill me. He's like, nah, that's the easy way out. <laughs> he's like, you're going to go down for this. And so, uh, but he tells him, uh, you got to stop. Like stop with the you know anaconda malt liquor and he's like all right, I hear you I, I got it I got it and then uh, there's a monologue from Black Dynamite saying that he's here to save everybody and there's a quest for justice and then uh, uh, Nixon's wife kind of crawls over. Well, first like, his Black Dynamite's uh, Gloria runs Gloria. in. I don't know yeah, how Gloria she got run, the yeah, Gloria runs she runs in the room. In the room. No. Yeah, hugging him, and then yeah, Richard uh, Nixon's wife like crawls and like grabs. The, no, like, he apologizes to Nixon's wife. Yeah, did you? Like, I didn't want to pimp slap you. Yeah, I didn't want to pimp slap you. But, yeah, but she like grabs his leg and is posing for it while yeah. Gloria's like hugged up on him and it's like, yeah, dope ass like, pose. You shot and you didn't hit shit, but had you hit me, that probably would have warranted the pimp slap. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this movie is absolutely amazing. Uh, it, Ridiculous. All the steps. It's it's a parody of a black exploitation film. I don't. It, it is a parody of them, but it's actually a pretty good black exploitation film in its own like sense mm-hmm. of it. 
uh, in the, the sense of the art, not that it was yeah. actually exploiting any black people. Yeah. No, no, it just it feels legit like a black exploitation film because I've seen some and I'm like, they did a really good job. This is wild as hell. Uh, the kung fu is awesome. It's that old school like they go to a place called Kung Fu Island. That is some old school shit. That's Bruce Lee kind of stuff, you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's not a Ouija shit. This sure. movie is absolutely awesome. If you have not seen Black Dynamite, please God, watch this movie. It's so, incredibly clever in how it presents itself as an intentionally bad movie. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's very smart with how they do things. I, I love this movie, absolutely. So, uh, what was everybody's favorite character in Black Dynamite? Not me. Not me. Not you. Uh, Jeff, who's your favorite character in Black Dynamite? Gotta be Bullhorn, because just his stupid fucking rhymes. <laughs> They're always so <laughs> terrible. But I mean, it's it, what bullhorns here to save the day kind of crap it's always like bullhorns like he he has to like have his one-liner like before he like really badly karate chops yeah bullhorn had really bad really bad everything was robotic (laughs) all his like moves were robotic but yeah bullhorn is great and isn't it the 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 bar fight scene in the pool hall where (laughs) bullhorn's fighting the guy and like he like punches the guy the guy's like motherfucker and then they like cut to it it's a different guy slaps them Motherfucker. Yeah, they could just change actors. As yeah, it's like a mid, it's an obvious mid scene change because, like, that was what black exploitation films did. If they fired a guy one day, they would. The actor was like, No, what? I'm done with this. No, no, no. He doesn't slap me. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Too far. Too far. <laughs> that was too far. But yeah, full horn. Easy. Uh, pick somebody, Jeff. Well, I'll go with. Oh, let's go, Steve. Steve. Um, Steve. I mean, the easy, the easy one to say is is actually Black Dynamite himself, but I'll leave that for somebody else. Uh, my favorite was actually like Militant Number One uh, <laughs> when he walks because he busts in that clubhouse and that dude is reading the lines, but reading all like the stage direction too when he's saying his line. Startled. Yeah, and then he's. <laughs> He comes back, he's like, let me talk to your boss. He's like, sarcastically, I'm the boss. And just the look Black Dynamite gives the camera when he's saying that, like, this motherfucker's reading the extra stuff. I just, And then I just really thought that made me laugh so much that he was doing that. And then later on, you find out he's the one that's, you know, oh, yeah, when we're done with this, I'm going to retire and get get all. He was just doing that that speech. They're like, well, this dude is clearly about to die. And then he does. It's just, I love that character. It made me laugh so goddamn much. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Deep Uh Captain Kangaroo Pimp. If you know, you know. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Taco. Uh, my favorite character was Black Dynamite. I thought it was so over the top, ridiculous, and uh, yeah, he he was a a good hearted pimp that kept track. <laughs> that took care of his that took care of the ladies and that would come to him when other pimps would hit him with coat hangers or whatever. He was anti-drug selling to the community and would and had problems when people if people sold drugs to kids. But black dynamite. <laughs> I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> community. We catch you, you're gonna have a lot more you're gonna have a lot more problems. Uh He's a kung fu master. He's a Vietnam veteran. Uh, like everything about this guy is awesome. His Vietnam story, man. Yeah, it's it's just it's it. Black Dynamite's a crazy ass character, and I love it. Uh, 
and Michael Jai White did just an amazing job with this. Yeah, with his every time something went wrong, like the the like the boom, boom mic. mic was in the is, was in the shot, or <laughs> yeah, militant number one not getting his lines right. It he he has this like this strange look at the camera, like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, but just kept, but, but keeps just, going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then every time you know every time he does something, dynamite, dynamite. That that, that, that music kicks in. That all weekend. <laughs> yeah, same here. So, Black Dynamite's my favorite character. Uh, let's go with Greg. Uh, I got to give an honorable mention to Militant One because at that point is when they really the film really leans into the ridiculousness of this whole thing, and it's too hilarious. But I will also go with Bullhorn because that's just a fun. <laughs> That's got to be such a fun role to be able to spit out all your dialogue in the form of in the form of couplets, I guess you call. <laughs> um, but there's also, I feel like there were a couple of scenes where, for most of the scene, he hadn't has been established there, but then he just shows up. I'm yeah. gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to rewatch. Island. Yeah, I, I got. I'm gonna have to rewatch it, but I really feel like there were a couple of times where. They had already established a scene. He'd been talking to other people, and he just kind of just shows up at the well, end. Well, in, in the pool hall, he's fighting a bunch of people, and then Bullhorn just shows up at the last second, like, Psh, go get him, Black Dynamite. I'll fight this guy. Like, where did you even come from, yeah, man? He locked the door. He locked the door. He got. He does it again later. He just walks up and like <laughs> for five minutes, and you just like just you just show up out of nowhere. Um, and there was one point where he for, he he can't come up with the rhyme. <laughs> he starts it and he like kind of stands up and he's like, "Yeah, I don't actually have anything here." And he just gets man, them honkies gonna be run for cover when us brothers get get get. Uh, and he just kind of sits down. It's just one. It's it's so hard to pick a favorite, but that's definitely one of the one of the funnest ones. But I could have picked militant one. I could have picked cream corn because he just. I feel like he was. That's one of the roles he's just born for. He's born for these ridiculous roles. What was that actress? What's that actress' name? I like. I know Tommy like, Davidson. Tommy yep. Davidson. Okay. There you go, Tommy Davidson, man. He's also, I guess, like quasi play a pimp in a drama man. I guess he dresses like one. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. Let me know. Country got you crazy. I love that movie. Country got you crazy. <laughs> Wrong movie. Okay. Uh who's left? You and Katie. Okay. Katie. Uh my favorite was actually Cream Corn. <laughs> uh he's his character at the very beginning is unlikable, but then he does this switch where he's like, Oh, well damn, now I gotta help black dynamite because there's some ser- serious shit happened in the community and from there on out he's just fucking magic like him and black dynamites every conversation is just hilarious uh the very first scene where he just runs away from black dynamite <laughs> and is like jumping <laughs> over shit in his shoes and the wig on tommy davidson is just hilarious like <laughs> it was fantastic and when he dies and Black Dynamite yells out, cream corn, no! <laughs> I have never laughed harder. Yeah, his, his, <laughs> like, his, the facial expression. 
Yeah, but yeah, as he's falling, doing that, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the alternative cut of him freaking out in the hair salon on the credits, though, he he kind of sings that like stereotypical kung fu music that. Dee, 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 dee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so obviously, my favorite character is Black Dynamite. But uh, big ups, there are a couple of people that I knew weren't going to be brought up because they kind of happened real quick. Uh, Chocolate Giddy Up. That is yep. one of the Chocolate Giddy Up. Probably one of the best <laughs> pimp names ever. Yep. And then uh, I don't know if someone's going to do this as least favorite, but uh, Richard Nixon. Uh, I have a special place in my heart for that crazy kung fu version of Richard Nixon. It's just I love that he was like at first he didn't want to fight him, but he's like, OK, just calm down. And then he hypes himself up. And hops on the the fucking desk and brings out nunchucks and he's like, "Let's fucking go!" Uh, I've never laughed so hard watching Richard Nixon try to fight anybody. It's great. Uh, the ending, the last twenty minutes is like fucking amazing. But obviously, Black Dynamite. He's in just about every scene. Michael Jai White's a funny dude, so it helps him like make anything even better. I love that he's the one serious person in the movie. There's other actors in the movie that try their best to be serious but he doesn't really mess up it's like other people that mess up around him and he's always Gloria trying to like, doesn't mess up either yeah she's she's really good with her Sally lines Richardson's fantastic. but like like it. the boom mic like kind of touches him when he stands up real quick and he just like looks at it and then just kind of keeps going you know he tries his best to ignore everything uh but i love his just straight faces on things like why the fuck are you those are the directions man why are you saying that with your lines but, <laughs> You know, but he just keeps moving because they don't have money to do another like you know scene and uh oh when uh he's doing his war on drugs and he drops that car and explodes <laughs> and he just laughs it's like a full like three minutes of him laughing he's so happy well yeah that whole scene when he's doing though it's like it's a montage of war on drugs he's laughing as he's just like killing all these drug dealers and shit it's, the whole it's, time. it's the funniest thing he's so Happy, his face has so much joy on it. So, and when he walks back into the militant's office, he's still laughing. Yeah, still has the suit on, the tuxedo, just laughing. Uh, yeah. So, let's do least favorite characters. Jeff, who is your least favorite character in Black Dynamite? One more honorable mention though before we do that, because oh, yeah. I gotta throw it because we we failed to mention the name of one of the hoes that he goes to at Honeybees is Aphrodite. <laughs> and that's that, that's what oh, hang on, let me find it the line is when she says i get off in 15 minutes and black Thomas, you're right about that sugar you're right about that <laughs> that's a good ass line that was a good ass line otis so lost sweet. it with that it's a good fucking line to say to a girl <laughs> but so no least favorite character is and this is like a character we don't even see just because it's kind of just it's a funny little aside character is uh pimp and jake Oh, he's the one that's locked in the trunk. Tell oh, Pippin Jake, dress my money by Wednesday. I'll make him stick himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just locked in the trunk. Pippin Jake. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to go obscure there and pull Pippin Jake up because I think it's like a, it's a throwaway character who I thought they could have done so much more with. It's like I would have loved Pippin Jake just to show up at random intervals. Yep, <laughs> I'd be like, that's Pippin Jake. Pip and Jake's got information for us. <laughs> I want Pip and Jake to be like the, the weird side quest marker that just always shows up at the most inconvenient time. Kind of like Navi in, in uh, Legend of Zelda. Hey! Who's hey. listen? <laughs> but, Steve? Uh, I mean, I was trying, man. I really don't have a least favorite character. Like, they're all... It's it's tough, man, because everybody 
the way the movie is, they're all just ridiculous. And it's hard to say, like, I didn't like that character. It was like, they're all stupid and great at the same time. So I really don't have one. I'm sorry. I know it's a cop out, but this movie's good. And I like all the characters. Uh, Taco. Can I can I say the same thing? Yeah, no, it, it happens <laughs> like, a lot. I don't have a, I don't have a least favorite. Like everybody's funny. They're all stupid. They're all hilarious. I I like them all. Even like the even like the bad characters are they're so good. Yeah, like Doctor Wu. Yeah. The fiendish like, Doctor Wu. The fiendish Doctor Wu. Wu. Kung Fu treachery. Yeah, it's great. So no, no least favorite character. I'll go with Deepal. Oh boy, I don't. We're, I fuck it. Let's go for the hat trick. I don't have one. I, I, I tried, dude. Like, but again, though, everybody's part was made for them. No, it's reasonable. No, it's, it's reasonable. It's why I had uh, to pull out Pimpin' Jake. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Someone that's not even in the movie. Yeah. I do. I do have. Actually, there is something I don't like in that is that getting those cars to turn in the seventies with no power steering. Oh, bro! <laughs> that if there's one thing I don't like, it's how hard they had to work to turn those cars. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> um, I usually give people grief for not making a pick, but. God, it's hard. I mean, it just—it doesn't make sense to pick one in this. So I'll, I'll try this. I'll try this. Um, just go with the little kids like you always do. I, not this particular time because they they're <laughs> smacked up. So I'll give them some. <laughs> they're smacked up. So they get a pass. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll try. I'll give you two. The person who plays Richard Nixon because it's Richard Nixon because I mean Richard yeah. Nixon. Okay. And um, I forget her name, but the I'm gonna project my emotions. And, and just kind of empathize with Black Dynamite and say it's the girl that that cut up, cut him off and finished his line for him. Euphoria, <laughs> euphoria. <laughs> for some reason, I wanted to call her Felicia this all time, but I knew that was not right. Yeah, euphoria because even though I love that she did that, how dare she cut off that man's line like that? If that were me, I'd have felt the same way, and I probably would have reacted the exact same way. He threatened to send her back to her pimp with the hot coat hangers. With the hot coat hangers. <laughs> And then he meet, Pete with a hot coat hanger. And then he meets up with that pimp later. Like it's like it's all good. Yeah, Crenshaw Pete's at the pimp meeting. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I would love to watch just about a half hour of outtakes of that pimp meeting. I just want a whole oh, yeah. movie of that pimp meeting. Yeah, yeah, because they were definitely just. Who the fuck let him in my house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenio Hall in that thing. That was great. And John Sally, yeah. former basketball player, was yeah. Great. Yep. Yeah. Um, who has not gone? Who has not? Yeah. Go ahead, Otis, and say okay. no. Uh, yeah. Honestly, when when I was like, "What is my least favorite character in this movie?" I was like, "I like everybody." So I'm gonna go kind of meta and and say my least favorite character is the fact they didn't make a second one. Very depressed by that. They made a cartoon. This is a yeah, I know. The cartoon. No, I want them to leave this alone. Don't ever. Just it's, it's good. It's true. See, I'm I'm kind of with Greg though. Like that's why I didn't ever really watch the cartoon. I was like, this movie is just kind of. If you try to do it again, you'll ruin it. Kind of like the. I know it's not a good comparison, but like the first Anchorman was hilarious, and then they made a second one. I'm like, that movie was trash, and you yeah. ruined the yeah, first. Well, one. Well, that and they waited 400 years to do it, but yeah, it wasn't good. It, yeah. it was the same jokes. Yeah, like, and so that I'd be worried that they would maybe like not 
the same thing, but something like this movie is just standalone. You don't need to try to recreate it because it's it's too perfect for it. True, but but the I don't know. The worst part about it for me is just it went by so fast. <laughs> but yeah, but, really fast. I would have loved to see just more of this. It's great, but uh, yeah, that was, that was it's just... basically three episodes of a TV series crammed into one movie because yeah, you got pretty much. But then they take care of that issue pretty quickly because they avenge the brother. But then it becomes the anaconda liquor. But then it becomes taking down the president. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, like, it was several episodes. Yeah. Several episodes. Yeah, there was a whole episode of yeah, Kung Fu Island and the Kung Fu Treachery. Yeah, that would have been like two episodes. Up the drugs in the street. Clean yep. up the streets. Okay, speaking of which, my when, ma- my mama the- says black black dynamite's my daddy's name. Speaking I'm of which, up, little girl, a lot of cats that name out here. When the streets were cleaned up and they're like taking a walk around, that's not yeah. even where they were initially. That's the suburb. No. Yeah, that ain't Harlem. <laughs> that that's how that's that's how much he cleaned that's up. How clean the streets, the streets were? Yeah, it turned, it turned to the suburbs. Became houses and stuff. Yes, that's how that's how much he cleaned up the streets, Greg. You done gentrified the place. Yes. Right. My, my mama said Black Dynamite's my daddy's name. Yeah, hush up, little girl. Yeah, hush up, little girl. Black yeah, cat's out here with that name. Yeah, I actually have a least favorite character. And oh. It's O'Leary. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was a backstabbing asshole yeah. and a dirty cop. So, not that guy. But he died so funny. Yeah, he, did. he did die funny, but that doesn't redeem him. I know he didn't get to redeem. He was crap. <laughs> he he was kept, falling, shit. kept falling for all of Black Dynamite's tricks. It's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I should have remembered that from Nom. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't. Nom was such a huge tangent. <laughs> well, yeah, when he's, when he's recording his, when he's recounting his fucking, his memories of Nom, it's just. Try to get real serious with little, it. Like, God damn it. He said pink yonky or sounded like some little or some <laughs> shit. Oh, when he said his little little kid was burnt up. Burnt up from had the- nothing but n- n- nubs underneath his Chinese knees. <laughs> and then he said to me, like, Ping Chong, I don't know what he said, but I knew what it meant. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> he stared me in the stomach. He looked into my eyes. It sounded like some cartoon bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Oh, this one was good. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, let's do seven word synopsis. I'll go first because I got a couple. Yeah. Uh, what about the smile? I am smiling. <laughs> uh, Chocolate Giddy Up is the best pimp name. Uh, Hush Girl, a lot of cats have that name. I was like, yay, <laughs> it works. Uh, Fiendish Dr. Wu, you done fucked up now. Damn it. A lot of quotes to seven. And then my last one, Nixon's, Nixon swinging nunchucks is the best thing. Yeah. Uh, did I take your one, Taco? No, you took one of mine. Yes. Uh, okay. Taco. Go, go, go to someone else. Okay. Katie. Uh, but I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, while we were talking about all the different places that they went and the insane character names i decided i need black dynamite edition of clue oh shit that'd be pretty cool actually like yeah <laughs> like it was richard nixon <laughs> on kung fu island on kung fu island with the anaconda liquor <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid 
but it would be fantastic and it would just be like fiendish dr Wu with the nunchucks yeah. fiendish dr Wu with the boomerang like, yeah fiendish like, dr Wu with the boomerang absurd. i need black dynamite okay uh jeff so i'm just gonna go with the very simple because <laughs> I just find it funny and it's basically the plot. Anaconda malt liquor gives you little dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little Richie. <laughs> little Richie. Everybody looks down. <laughs> By the way, I found that entire diatribe if we want to go through that entire thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I I just love their progress to get to did Oh anybody, my god. Did anybody happen to write that down? Oh, I, have, I have it right here. Go for it. I want to hear it. All right. So the whole thing. So uh, let's see. Wait, Bullhorn, what did you just say? Melt in your mouth. Erases the blackboard. What melts in your mouth? M&M's. Exactly. Who makes M&M's? Mars Candy Company. And Mars is also the Roman god of war. The Roman. That's so cool. Like, the Roman, Roman god, god of, of war. war. He was so happy with himself. Who's the Greek god of war? Ares. Now, you take Mars, spell it backwards, drop the S, Ram. That's right. And Ram is the zodiological sign for Ares. Now you dig. Ares' half sister is Athena. Now you're getting it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Athena, Athens, which is the capital of Greece, and we all know zodiological astronomy was created by the Greeks and everyone all together. Seven fifty-eight or eighty-five BC. At seven eighty-five, <laughs> well, Eric over Topeka. <laughs> Eric over Topeka, Kansas. Code Kansas. Now take that. Spell it backwards. Drop the S. Snake Doc. Snake Doctor. Yeah. And who was the, the Greek demigod of medicine who believed that snakes' tongues had mystical healing powers? Aesculapus, of course. He had a staff of snakes intertwining all around that bitch. They called Aesculapus staffs, symbol of the medical field used to this day. Now, what legend involving snakes in both Greek and Roman mythology? Now, come on, it involves his own father, Apollo. <laughs> that was just a random lady at the other table. Yeah. That's like just the first one. half of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know where the other half went. I love, yeah, when that lady said that, she's. Yeah. Yeah, th- thanks, old lady. Yeah, thanks, old lady. <laughs> but somehow they have to circle back to 785 because it's the area code of Aunt Topeka, right? Yeah, Topeka. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, and they get to Little Richard. I forgot how they got there, but yeah, that's like the only part of it. No, like, because they go, the uh, they discover little Anaconda. The old lady says, What's the biggest snake? And she's like, The South American Anaconda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So Wait. they they go from they go from Mars to Aries, but then back to Mars, then back to Aries. Oh yeah, he's just jumping all around. Once they arrived at seven eighty five, it could have been done, but they went to like thirty steps extra when they could have just gone from seven eighty five to that's the area code of Topeka. I mean, to, I mean Kansas. It's they added about an extra thirty steps to. Yeah, this movie's extra. That's <laughs> that's what you got to do, man. I just thought uh, I had a little whiteboard. All right, uh, Jeff, who is next? Oh right. Uh, so that we will just I will just continue my streak of picking Steve. Okay, I got two. Uh black exploitation parody while being a great black exploitation. Uh, the second one is do that before I came in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that was eight words, but I don't give a shit. That's my favorite line in that movie. Mm-hmm. Runs up, ha ha, do that before I came in the room. <laughs> like, why did you shout that at that man with no arm? <laughs> He was so proud. <laughs> he had Bullhorn's head, and then when it's time to fight, he just tosses it like it was nothing. <laughs> or when he throws the eyeballs at Dr. Wu, you told yeah. him to keep a lookout for me. Yeah. Or keep an eye out for me. Told him to keep eyes out for but, me. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Can you see me? Oh, job, motherfucker. 
Those are the two guys. Uh, who has it gone? Daniel. I got several. Pop the top and the panties drop. Sugar had <laughs> sugar had it rough after Elroy left. <laughs> Honey, you know, that was that was, was Ani Sugar. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of across the universe there. Uh, this one is is a goal that I have having a stuffed bear gun rack. He, he walked into that apartment and just holstered the guns. Uh, donuts don't wear alligator shoes. <laughs> He did just bless that to the donut. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my last one, Abe Lincoln's Kung Fu is unmatched. You goddamn right. He did like a chop. <laughs> it's unmatched, Greg. It came out of nowhere, Greg, and then disappeared back into nothingness. Yeah. Oh, Taco. <laughs> Greg. Greg. Okay. Um. Speaking of which, when they did the donut thing, did anyone happen to catch like when the car rolled up? Yeah. Side, he forgot to put it in park, so he had to like jump back in and put it. Yeah, like I was saying, that was a that was not supposed to happen. That was that was literally the dumbass actor who was doing that forgot to hit the e brake. And they just left, and they left it in the movie because they're it like, fit. no, that works. That's that's on brand. Yeah, that fits perfect. Okay, I only have two. Uh, Pippin ate easy when there's black dynamite, <laughs> and. Geography challenge black exploitation hero cleans up city. Geography <laughs> challenge <laughs> because he clearly does not know the difference between Vietnam and China. <laughs> yeah, not only doubled, but Chinese knees. He doubled, tripled, and quadrupled down on Chinese when it was established. That yeah, he did. More. <laughs> Too good. Talk, are you just not going to go on this one? Nah, he doesn't nah. have one. Don't have one. You guys are yes. all the good ones, so we're good. Okay. This film came out October 16th, 2009. Man, it's old, too. Damn. Damn. So uh, what do you guys think the budget for Black Dynamite was? Make Greg's ass go first. <laughs> I'm going to go first. I don't beat y'all already in the last one. E- so I got to <laughs> Katie, ten million. Ten million, Jeff. A case of malt liquor, some Slim Jims, <laughs> and a pack of Marlboros, and probably about another seven million dollars. Seven. You said add seven or just seven? I'm just gonna go with seven mil. Yeah. Gotcha. Steve. Uh, oh man, this movie just it, the budget of this movie doesn't seem like it would be much. So I'm gonna go four mil. Okay, Taco. Uh, I'm gonna go with twenty million dollars. That film that that uh, I think it was in- it, it looked intentionally low budget, but actually probably yeah. had a, a, a decent budget. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that's reasonable. Yeah, Time to try to press it, right our asses because it's hard. It's hard to get that camera filter nowadays. Uh, Deepal. Uh, this bid brought to you by. Reebok. I need more shorts, please. Let's go shorts. with you like Reebok shorts, not dude. Their basketball like... shorts are so comfy. Like, uh, I I love them. uh anyway, my my bid for that is twenty point five million dollars. Oh. Okay, 
Greg. P point. No, he's still peeing. Uh, what, what was the highest bit? Oh, oh yeah. What, what was, was the highest bit? Uh, <laughs> what, what was the highest bit? 20, 20. Uh, uh, and I mean, 20.51 million dollars. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that was perfect, Steve. <laughs> oh, great damn. God damn, you long ass piss. Yeah, just yeah. Make sure you put a put an edit here and then just one of them one of them Jimmy Dugan pisses. <laughs> just uh, it makes me sad he'll he'll never hear me say that because I don't I don't think he listens to the our own our own show. It's tough listening to your own show. Like yeah, I didn't know what it was. I, I know what was said. So every once in a while I'll listen. I was there. Man. Yeah. I, was like, I said half of it. Yeah. I only there's... listen to I only listen to it sometimes because I want to hear my mic, like what's picking up, what's not picking up. Mm. Oh. You guys usually sound pretty good. I know that there's some episodes I listen back because it's just if I know something funny was said, I'm like, damn, that was really fucking funny. <laughs> Go back and listen. <laughs> You need to you need to do one of our outtakes when we ain't got shit to no show going on. I have uh y'all have at least four hours of stuff I just have to go through and comb through, but I am gonna do a collection of just like zoom related extras. It just takes Uh, so long. Okay, hey look Greg's Uh, back. I mean he he was back. He already made his bid. He already made his bid, so whatever. Oh yeah, you, you didn't hear it, Greg. I'm gonna have to play that for you one day. What happened? What? Uh, you made your you made your bid already. Steve, Steve did your bid. He did the voice and everything. It was great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Greggy. Uh, what do you think the budget for Black Dynamite was? No, he stole my bid. I'm not doing it. He stole my bid. <laughs> well, he, he, he said not- it would have been twenty one point five million. Yeah, so- I, I I bid like a dollar more than the highest bid because that's what you like to do. Well, I'll go with that then. <laughs> okay, oh, bitch. It's been taken. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> feels so dirty. <laughs> so the budget for Black Dynamite was, I mean, well, everybody went over grossly. Oh, uh, Even more than less than four. Jesus. Actually, yeah. I mean, no, you were close. Uh, the budget was two point nine million dollars. Wow! Wow! Holy shit! <laughs> what well, was the original? Five. That's why they definitely didn't cut out stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that, that cast clearly just really wanted to participate and didn't. That, yeah, I was just yeah. Saying, editing budget was nothing, and because yeah, they had a lot. They had a lot of well-known people in there yeah. that I probably could have gotten a lot more money. They clearly just wanted to do this. Captain Kangaroo Pimp, right? Captain Kangaroo so, Pimp. Uh, what do you guys think the box office for Black Dynamite was? Ooh. Who's first? Uh, Katie. Mm, $25 million. 25 Jeff. I'm trying to remember. I don't think it got a wide release, so I'm going to go... I'm going to go they didn't cover their budget. I'm going to go 1.5. 1. 1.5. 1. Steve, I'm with Jeff, but I'm just I'm gonna go even lower. I think I think they barely cracked a mill because like this movie, it became popular later. I think I don't think it did well in the theater, and I don't think it got released all over the country either. Yeah, I think it was a very limited release. Yeah, that's just a guess. I could be wrong because I don't remember seeing. I, I remember seeing like a preview for it, but then all of a sudden it was out on Blu-ray, and then I bought it and we watched it. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, Taco. I'm going to say five million. Five million. Deepel. This bid brought to you by V-Moda, the exclusive headphone for DJ Danny Savage. Hey. And the podcast. Yeah. DJ Mole. Woo. Yes. And DJ Mole. Uh, I'm going to go with two and a half mil. 2.5. Greggy. I'm not in, man. I'm, it's over. It's oh, I didn't, I, we, didn't, we didn't do that bid, man. Motherfucker. Oh. Fine. I'll do Greg's once again. Uh, what, what was the head bid again? <laughs> 25 minutes. <laughs> 20, 25 minutes. All right. And I bid 25.1 million dollars. <laughs> And I'm Greg. You don't give me enough credit for my vocal range, Steve. I know, but it's just more fun to do it that way. I did at the end. I got high in the dollar. Like, do I have like like smokers lung? No, man. You just got a deep voice, and I my voice is not as deep, so I have to try to fake it, and I can't. <laughs> so he has to make the face. It helps yeah. him get lower. Maybe it's not like Muscuff the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, not good at impersonations, Greg. I'm sorry. So uh once again, everyone has grossly gone over. God damn it. The box office was two hundred and ninety-six thousand five hundred and fifty-seven dollars. Wow. Oh my uh, goodness. Wonder why they didn't make a sequel. <laughs> yes. Uh this movie it premiered at film festivals everywhere, and everyone was like, Oh fuck, this is amazing. Uh so it took the route of a lot of indie scary movies where you just show it at festivals and then at some point someone picks it up sony and then they did the whole dvd situation i think at some point it probably popped up in theaters but it wasn't there long uh this was all about dvds and and you know cable mm. viewings and stuff so uh i can't really tell if they were happy with it uh, they're a series of horror movies that make a quarter and they make seven more so it, you <laughs> Making they were money. happy enough that they were happy enough with it that it made uh, an an animated series out of it. Yes. So they know people at least enjoyed it. Yeah, and that, that was kind of the big thing. Like people, they know that people love it. So that's more important than the money it makes sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah, because there there series out there legit make a sandwich. And, yeah, <laughs> and it was made for less than three million dollars. So I don't think the I don't think the studio was really sad. About yeah, they it. weren't. They weren't like, oh man, we blew so much fucking money on that movie. So oh, yeah. No. That's ah, that's worth it. That's yeah, I think I think had yeah. it gotten a, a wider theater release, it might have succeeded. I just, yeah, I, me- I remember seeing a commercial for it. I was like, that movie. What the fuck is this movie? But then I don't ever remember going, being able to go see it in the theaters. And I just saw it one day at the store, and I was like, oh shit, I wanted to see that. And picked it up for like. See, I don't know months. if it would have done well in the theater, just because I think you would have had a lot of think of the children. Nah, I think nah. I think you got enough of the older crowd. They're like, "Oh, hey, man, we just one of yeah. those old school black exploitation films." We, and then us we previously like, "Yeah, we previously reviewed the Last Dragon, which is a million times worse." And that movie made like thirty million plus. So I think this movie would have done well with people yeah. our age and yeah. just yeah, the older yeah, like the yeah. older crowd. That yeah, there, yeah, there would have like, been that pushback from the conservative element. I oh yeah, yeah, but well, 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 it would have it would at least. Made its money. They, I know they that think Hollywood. Sure. The conservatives think Hollywood people drink kid blood, so whatever. Fuck them. Maybe they do. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Tasty kid allegedly. blood. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 
no duh this movie's great watch the movie it, it's a it's absolutely amazing uh i can't remember do you do you own a version do we own one i don't know I, I think so. I think I've lost it like twice and bought another one, just like a uh, Grindhouse. I'm on my like third, like copy buying it because it's just that type of movie I can watch anytime. Black Dynamite is absolutely amazing. So, yep. uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Black Dynamite? Over the top fun, watch it. It's fantastic and hilarious. Yeah. Five yep. Anaconda Malt Liquors up. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Do you want to live? Dynamite. Oh. Fun fact about the music, uh, it was all done by Adrian Young. And when I say everything, everything. He did all the music, all every instrument. He did everything by himself. Oh, nice. He did. Uh, he's amazing. He influences Curtis Mayfield, Isaac Hayes, Wu-Tang Clan, all that stuff. Uh, he just did all the parts by himself. So that's how you save money when you just, you're the only person. <laughs> that's how you get a three, $3 million budget movie, man. Right. right. <laughs> hey, yeah, with you, its own like original score and shit like that. Yeah, you do the music. Okay. Am I gonna get help? We'll see you in a couple months. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we need at least seven songs. Oh shit. <laughs> but no, uh, this movie's great. Uh, I'd love to see more of it, but you know, I, I kind of have to accept that it's it's by itself. And it's but it's special, so. Uh, if you have any other cool fun facts about black exploitation films, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So uh, for everyone here at Allentown Presents, we had Jeff on for this episode because he loved this movie as much as me. So uh, everybody, thank you guys for being here. This is fun. I love talking to y'all about martial arts films. It makes me happy inside. Uh, I don't know what the next one is. It's going to be good. I can tell you that. Uh, and Kung Fu-y. Someone's going to get kicked in the head, I'll tell you that. But I don't know, <laughs> I don't know who's going to be doing the kicking. It's going to be Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, I love that goddamn movie. <laughs> but uh, no, this is fun. And we'll be back very soon with another martial arts film. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. 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 B